0: You're being a knob. That's the answer. Is that what it is? You're being a dick? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hello everybody and welcome to the Deep Drop. I'm Luke McCredden, Adam Ring is here as always and uh, Adam, this podcast is a lot of fun because we get to just talk about the stuff that we talk about anyway. We talk about them on fishing trips, we talk about them while we have a beer around the campfire, we talk about them in the car on the way to fishing trips and it's pretty much the same thing isn't it? Instead we've just got microphones in front of us
0: yeah that's right yeah we're just cycling through the million dollar questions
1: (laughs) but you know what this is all about you the listener and we love nothing more than hearing your thoughts on the questions that we bring to the table so instagram is a place to do that you'll see all of our questions there get in touch get involved lots of people do and we love it the more the merrier this is a brand new episode and we're not going to muck around ads let's dive in (laughs)
0: Uh, Are mail-out weekly fishing reports done and dusted?
1: Mm, Well, look, I personally think they are. I suppose to clarify what we're talking about here, we're not talking about snail mail, we're talking about electronic mail, email. I just don't know if they have the traction they once had and I think potentially they have been done and dusted for some time. I think the idea of receiving your dose of local reports via email uh once a week is 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 kind of dead and don't get me wrong I I love it I love that sort of personal touch you know from whoever you're getting your reports from I think it's great but I just think there's there's a key influencer here that uh is kind of killed the old weekly email and that is social media just forums all over social media that means you can get Real-time reports, specific locations, and fairly accurate sort of updates as well. So, I think that's kind of kind of the reason I'm saying, yeah, I think they are done and dusted.
0: Controversial answer from me, Luke. <laughs> I think that they are still very, very relevant. Well, a bit of background. I was in a position where the shop that I worked at would send out a weekly fishing report. And I Mm -hmm. do love the analytics when it comes to this stuff. And I would have never believed it. And if it wasn't for having that position, I would agree with you 100% that they would be done and dusted because of social media. We would constantly get more traction and more influence via a personalized email than we would on social media. And I think the reason for it is with anything electronic these days, there's so much stuff coming from so many different directions. So you're really only trying to capture a fraction of a percent. So say you were sending an email out to 15,000 people. You're trying to get, as obviously, as much as you can, but realistically, Mm. it is a tiny percentage. I just think if it's in a personalized inbox, the people that are going to open it, are the ones that are truly engaged. Whereas flipping through on social media, it's a passing swipe and you may stop for a second if that one little photo catches you. Mm. But me personally, I'm done and dusted with email phishing reports. I'd much rather find it on social media. But the analytics on this always blew me away, Luke. But I think... It's a long game that you've got to play if you do decide for any business to go into an email-style format. Okay. I wish I had answers because if I did, I'd be in a marketing role somewhere making an absolute killing. <laughs>
1: hey, stats don't lie. I All don't, don't lie. get it. Ball don't lie. Um, yeah. the, the, the thing, I suppose my reference to social media, not not so much as uh, just flicking through and happening to stumble across a, a post that's relevant to you or a report that's relevant to you. But there are a lot of specific forums now within... Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, where it might be. To say your thing is um, offshore Victor- in Victoria, offshore Bass Strait and whatever, there will be a page that is specifically dedicated to reports from that area, from offshore and, and constant up. So I'm kind of thinking more down that line as opposed to just happening to stumble across something that's relevant to you. So my point there is I think you could – if you really want to know it, you can find that as opposed to getting a report. With, I I, I see what you're saying, and and the analytics don't lie. Like that, yeah, you know, there's certainly a, a market for it. But I do, I don't know. I don't. I, I think I just feel personally like it. it's almost a bit like we spoke recently um, on this podcast about print media and how we think potentially. And I think it's fairly common knowledge that it's, it's certainly been a big drop and a bit. Uh, in it, but I think there's a big future for it still if it's the right kind of messaging and the right kind of publication and and thinking a bit differently and thinking outside the box. The email weekly report, like effectively, like EDM platforms, are enormous in any business's marketing collateral. Like it's it's just part of what you do. But so I think to cut through, they kind of need to excite me more than. They've looked the same for twenty years, or since since emailing reports was a thing, haven't they? Like that. That I guess that's my point. It's like, ah, oh, here we go, another one. Uh, and that's nothing to do with where they've come from or what's in them. I'm just like, ah, oh, you know. But I'd love to see maybe to a, a bit of a refresh, and maybe there's something a bit more interactive in there, or there's some, because ultimately, as much as a phishing report is to share information with your customers or your following or whatever, it's it's a marketing piece. I think it can be done better. That's I guess that's my point. I think that's where I'm at with it. The old school email is done.
0: Oh yeah, and I would I like even having been a part of those analytics and seen it, if I was starting a tackle shop tomorrow to provide that service, an EDM form of it wouldn't be my number one priority. But mm. it would be interesting to see if there was a way that the two of them could be intertwined. So say at sure. any given tackle shop they created a social media group, whether it be on Instagram or Facebook, where you follow a certain group. It's run by a shop solely for phishing reports. The punters can put their reports in if they want, but there's constantly those reports that the shops get. They're posting them into this group rather than a EDM-style mail-out. Um, I don't know. It's It's a... It's a tough one because if we knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I oh, not know.
1: It was just it was an interesting question that's popped up recently. So, I, you know, appreciate that and it's good to good to get at these ones, you know. And I'm sure people have got different opinions and views on it too. So, as always, Adam, Instagram's a place. Like, let us know what you think. And, and if there's a, maybe there's a form of um, communication in this space that someone has an idea on that we're missing out on, let yeah. us know. Well, this we're is... innovators here at the Deep Drop. We've come up some, with some of the best ideas hey, in fishing history, Adam.
0: <laughs> that's right. We have solved some of the biggest mysteries. We are patent pending on oh, so like, much life changing, <laughs> like life changing things going on yeah. with the Deep Drop. But I'd, I'd actually would genuinely love to hear because if it was me, I'd be voting social media rather than EDM. Um, but I, I'd love to hear from everyone listening. Yeah. Would you prefer a mailed out? And just to be clear, you're not going to get one from us. <laughs> We've got no phishing reports <laughs> to share. But if, for, for a phishing report-based platform, would you prefer to see it on social media or would you prefer to get an EDM? I think it's a great question.
1: I'm going to leave the world with this last little comment. This is, You know this is a space I've, I work in heavily. Would you rather a weekly podcast... I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's just a thing, I just... it's just a thing, I'm just saying. It's a growing, I'm not even going to go into it. Move on, let's go.
0: Next. <laughs> Are dredge bar teasers more trouble than good?
1: Yes, I hate them. I just, I, I, this is actually, do you know what, straight off the bat, this, this is one that I need, to, I need to hear more about from other people because I've had experience with them but not a hell of a lot and I know it's been a topic of conversation across social media for the last few years, in particular with the, with the tuna fishing um, out in Bass Strait, but I don't like them. I don't like the idea of them. Um, I love the idea of a teaser. You know that. You know I love a teaser, Adam. And I just, but get a teaser, and don't worry, just get a strip teaser or something that does similar thing. Uh, I don't like the idea of dredge bars and teasers being rigged, because when you hook a tuner and have to fight the dredge bar and the tuner, I don't even want to do that. I'll just once I hook up, I'll just want to hand it to someone else. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's horrible. Uh, so I'm saying. I don't I, – I do. I think they're more trouble than good, and I know their purpose, and I know they attract – they do what they're there to do, but I don't like them.
0: Adam? I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not a game fisherman's asshole, and I have never, <laughs> ever used any form of teaser or dredge bar, so I'm just going to throw that out there straight up. Okay. From a theory standpoint, I look at Bluefin because it's the most current thing and local thing where we've seen this yes, dredge yep. bar style of teaser really explode. Why is a lure rigged off the back of it so that when you actually catch something, the the teaser is on the. And I'm genuinely asking this question. I need someone who game fishes regularly, uses dredge bar teasers, to write in and tell me exactly why they do that. And they don't run the dredge on a separate bar and sit lures behind it. Exactly. How is fighting a fish with a dredge bar attached? to the whole box and dice how does it a not aid in losing fish because yep. of all the extra drag and stuff going on in the water how do you not tangle every other line in it every time you move or turn or slow down it would just be an absolute nightmare and this is what i'm seeing and i don't know i'm actually asking i'm answering this question by asking another question
1: I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear more people on this because I'm. I'm with you. I, it's not an area I'm super across, but I have done it, and it just. I just it just. It it baffles me because even just purely from the idea of towing in this thing while you're fighting a fish, it's just. Ho- it's. I, I don't. I, I hate it. It's horrible. It, it doesn't now,
0: sound right. No,
1: no. But the, the other part which you just said there that kind of confuses me is why not run teasers and lures. Because I feel like that's something that's happened for since game fishing existed just about whether it be a witch doctor or whether it be a full strip teaser. Uh, I, I don't quite understand the need for having a hook, having it rigged basically. But, but again, this yeah. is where we need to be. We need to be educated on this and I'm sure we will and I'm, there's a lot of people out there that I know looking at some of our followers and some of the feedback we've had, I know there is some really experienced game fishermen in the group in, in And I just hope we hear from those guys. The other thing, Ads, that's come up uh, in, in the last, like I said, in the last couple of years has been a big talking point is the idea of people towing them a long way out the back, like to the point where it becomes a bit of an issue with other boats. And I've seen it. I've seen it out there. And, uh, again, probably not, not quite qualified enough to give a, a super strong opinion, so to speak. But it does seem like some of these... Dredge bars are, yeah, you know, it's a crazy distance from the boat, and it and it and it and it does and has caused a bit of trouble with other boats in the area. Because as we know, we've got huge schools of tuna out there sometimes, but quite often they're uh, a bit more localized. So there's a few boats working the same area, which is no drama, like absolutely no problem. There's plenty of room, but when you put a teaser out, potentially, you know, I don't know, maybe thirty meters out the back,
0: you're being a knob. That's the answer. Is that what it is? You being a dick? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, you and again, s- prove me wrong. You said it. Do- it. <laughs> it seems like seems like to seems like to me you're being a knob. It's se- it seems like a jerk move. Yeah, it does. And I- and I'm not for a second saying that these, dredge style teasers don't work. And this is why we're having this conversation because they've worked so incredibly well. Mm. We can't argue with the results there. And I'm not trying to. If I if I was going to go bluefin fishing right now at Port Phillip Heads and add into to Bass Strait, I'd probably want to have a dredge-style teaser with me because the results have been proven. I've just got no idea how to run it. I yeah, don't but- see why you would put it on attached to your game fishing rig with a lure attached to that. It no. seems ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that's right. So if you were going out today, and I'm the same, I'd definitely run a teaser, 100%. Well, wouldn't you? But, but, but I'd run that teaser... With a lure or a two in close proximity, we know that yeah. a fish like a tuna, if it's going to come up and get excited and have a crack at it, or you know, just look at a teaser, it's not going to miss another lure that's next to it, or even if it's a couple of meters away from it, it'll it'll see that and it'll hit it. Am I wrong? I don't know.
0: I don't know. And I sure as shit wouldn't be running a dredge teaser in shotgun. Seems no. weird.
1: fourteen kilometers out the back of your boat. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> So so, in answer to the dredge uh, bar teaser is more trouble than good i I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying get a teaser and run your lures separately in a spread
0: and for someone who knows nothing about this topic i'm gonna I, that's what i'm that's what I'm going with too but okay. I need to hear from someone that that knows I want to learn because it seems Same. it seems dumb
1: yep <laughs>
0: yes. but I could be right. wrong
1: Educate us. <laughs> Educate us, people the deep drop on Instagram, please. Please educate us.
0: Does pumping tunes on the boat put the fish off?
1: Uh, scientifically, I uh, don't know how much research has been done into it. <laughs> but, but I'd like to—I'd like to champion—I'd like to champion this project and do some research because I love tunes and I love fishing. So I'll I'll put my hand up and if, you know, fisheries or anyone wants to do a bit of a study, hey, you know, I've got a great playlist on Spotify that I reckon would be spot on for for fishing. Um, In all honesty, though, it's it's a fair question, I suppose, because I don't think fishing shallow water like estuaries or shallow lakes or even some parts of the bay are conducive to pump and tunes. Like you probably naturally wouldn't because actually, especially when you think about some of the estuaries that we've, you know, Fish down at East Gippsland or in New South Wales, and and you sort of think you, you probably wouldn't naturally because they're nice quiet little areas, and you you know. But I don't know, I don't know the answer. But offshore, oh mate, it's it's a free for all offshore. I'm all for it. And if anything, I have heard rumours, and again, nothing scientific. That if anything, depending on what you're doing, if you're doing some game fishing and trolling, marlin, even fishing for. Mako sharks on a drift or something. I have heard it's not the worst thing to have some sort of vibration in the water and we know that music these days has some serious sort of bass to it which would send out all sorts of vibration. So scientifically, don't know. Um, Luke's theory, yeah, pump it, pump it. (laughs) And I subscribe
0: to Luke's theory 100% because I love nothing more than putting the kayak in a dead quiet estuary, cruising my way from snag to snag. And then, listen, they're not pumping, so it's probably not exactly what we're asking. But I've got the phone sitting in the side pocket with speakers up and just I can just hear it going. Now, admittedly, I like music that's pretty heavy and full. Yeah, you do. And, mate, that's, to me, there is nothing better than a quiet estuary... Just with some tunes playing in the background as you mm. as you snag hot, but and yeah. if you're if you're on the bay or offshore, yeah. mate, I want I want it to feel like I'm front row, yeah, like at the concert.
1: Well, I mean, we've fished. You and I have fished for snapper in Port Phillip Bay with some serious volume on some Metallica. We, we you know we've done yeah. that many many times, and we've caught fish. We've also donutted a yeah. lot too. So I don't know
0: what the hey, and, and listen, is. <laughs> we we might have missed a few bites because we were rocking out. But whatever.
1: Uh, I love I love the question though because I actually think for me, music's a big part of my life. So for fishing and music go hand in hand. Like I love it. I love it always. But at the same time, I also love getting away, uh, whether it be you know up a trout river, or up an estuary, or something where it's really quiet and peaceful as well. So I'm 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 open to everything. But does pumping tunes on the boat put fish off i don't I, this is again i i'd love to hear people's thoughts and theories because it's just theories like i said i don't think anything scientific has been done on tunes however i'm sure there's some sort of theory on you know the vibrations that it gives and 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 so we know what, what what sound does on water like it travels a long long way so i don't know I'd, I'd love to hear it i'd love to hear it i remember hearing a theory once ads on marlin fishing and I've got a feeling it was Matt Watson talking about Bob Marley or pumping tunes like that when he was marlin fishing, and it he he swore by it. That's Matt Watson, though. He swears by a lot of stuff, and that's why we love him. But (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't, mate. I'm if it puts him off. Well, too bad. I'm still doing it.
0: Well, I was just about to say if it puts (laughs) him off, then I'm in for quite a few donuts in the future because. It just feels like the right thing to do. Well, what's your experience
1: been like in the kayak? Is it, have you felt like it's have you felt like there's been no. moments where you think I oh, I need to turn it down?
0: No. One of the best solo trips <laughs> I ever had was only recently. But like I said, I gotta admit, the tunes weren't pumping. Mm. They weren't pumping. I it was just nicely in the side pocket. It was just enough that I could hear what was going on, but you can still absorb all the quietness and peacefulness that you get from sitting up. In an estuary, yeah, so nice. I, I'd hardly say they're pumping. It's probably not the greatest example, but I'm not turning those tunes off. No, like if, if oh. I if I'm not catching anything, I don't think oh maybe I should cut the tunes for a bit. Mm-mm.
1: No, no, it's too bad.
0: I, I I like
1: the idea that the deep drop are pro pumping tunes. I think that yeah. that's where we stand, isn't it? Together, I think collectively yep. we can say, I should we make our own playlist for. People out there, for you guys listening, what if we? What if on on Spotify we made our own? The Deep Drop makes a playlist that you can get on, subscribe to that public playlist. Yeah, 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 with our favorite tunes pumping while we're fishing, and you guys can get amongst it.
0: Let's do that. Let's do 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 it. I'm I'm all in. I I've got too many. We're going to have to end this podcast real soon because I'm not going to be able to concentrate (laughs) because I've got all these ideas for tunes. That need to yeah, go onto the official to deep onto drop it. playlist.
1: Do we need to break it down though? Do we have to have an estuary playlist and an offshore playlist or something?
0: No, nah, because regardless <laughs> of where, because regardless of same, where I'm fishing, it's the same. It's the same tunes.
1: I love it. Okay, we're doing we're doing it. I'm committing right here, yeah. right now. And, the, and listen,
0: I th- I will admit, I will think, I will think of the consumer and the listeners of this podcast because yeah, I do listen to some pretty heavy shit. Well. But when I'm fishing, it's, I like a bit of groove. I like a bit of groove. I want some riffage. I just I think it's fair I, to I, say I that there's going to be and there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's got there's going to be some dynamics. It's going to be some some heavy stuff, some bassy stuff, some stuff that gets you pumping a bit. So, look, it's yeah. not going to be for everyone. Ads, it's not going to be for everyone. There's going to be Limp Bizkit but in there. But neither does
0: this podcast. There's, so, you know no. what? <laughs> if you don't li- if you don't like the freaking playlist, don't follow. it. <laughs> but subscribe to the podcast because yeah. But follow the podcast. I'd like to think we kind of you know appeal to right. you know, a few people.
1: Well, let's do that. And I will tell you what, once we've done it, we'll set it up. If you if you're out there listening, um, keep an eye on the Instagram page because we'll, we'll share it. We'll share it across the Instagram page and see what you think. And let us know if yeah. you know what you know. If we're missing a song that you think is a no-brainer, it has to be, in there, tell us, we'll add it. We'll just add it in there, won't we? Can we do it? I yeah. don't even... We can do this. Yeah, we can do this. Unless
0: let's the, do Unless the sun's shit sh- it's not going on. <laughs> yeah, and we'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you. In we fact, might do a podcast like-
1: solely on the tunes getting requested Mate, for the playlist. This is great. All right. Well, let's... You know what? We've got to stop because we need to get working on this straight away, Adam. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Week. Yeah. And I expect you you people out there listening to this to be pumping those tunes very, very soon. Um Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been great. Uh, we love hearing from you guys and the the Spotify playlist is just going to be another one of those things we hear from you guys for, which is great. Subscribing to the show is absolutely free. So do it and tell your friends to do it and uh, and share the love because we appreciate it more than anything in the world. And we appreciate your feedback on Instagram. The deep drop on Instagram is where it's at. Uh, and just keep giving us your feedback. We're just giving our thoughts, Adam. It's just us. We're, we're not right. Often,
0: Yeah, I don't think <laughs> we're probably wrong more than we're You know what? No, we're never wrong because it's an opinion piece, Luke. It's opinions opinion are never wrong. Piece. Thank you. That's right. They're never no. wrong unless you're calling three no. kilo snapper eight kilos. Your opinion's wrong. And it's wrong. But generally wrong. speaking, your opinion's never wrong and we'd like to hear <laughs> your opinion.
1: Love it. Thank you, everyone. Tune in again. We'll be back real soon.